Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Uh, today's guest is Kara Connors. I'm so excited about this episode. Kara is a dear friend of mine. She's based in LA right now. Um, miss her dearly. Uh, she started out here in Toronto with me and now she's far, far away on the other side of the continent. But, you know, that was a great thing about doing these remote episodes is that I had an excuse to get her on the podcast, even though she's far, far away. Um, you will notice uh, that there was a little bit of a delay uh, because of the distance <laughs> over the phone chat. Uh, so there are a couple times where we uh, interrupt each other or uh, it's just, uh, you know, there, there's some hiccups. This is, a, this is a new experimental process that we're doing all together. So I hope <laughs> that it doesn't interfere with your listening too much. But... Um, yeah, just a absolutely wonderful episode. So happy to have her on the podcast. Her assignment was about gratitude and positive outlook, uh, which I think we could all use a dose of right now. So I hope that you take this to heart and maybe apply her assignment to your own quarantine life. You know, I think it would be a valuable thing. Uh, if you want to support her in general, you can follow her on social media at Kara Khan's Comedy. Uh, you can check out her amazing television show, uh, Kara Takes Up Space. Oh, it's, it's really fantastic, and she wears so many disguises and uh, prosthetic makeup. It's a, really, <laughs> it's a really good watch, so definitely check that out. If you want to support this podcast in general, you can uh, like it, rate it, subscribe it, uh, leave it, leave a review for us. You can, uh, I don't know, uh, dro drop it very casually in your next Zoom chat. You know, do whatever, do whatever you feel, you know, do uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're inspired to do in support of this thing. Um, in the meantime, please enjoy this chat with Kara Connors. God, what is going on in the world? <laughs> I know. <laughs> can oh you man. Hear me okay? uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> okay, cool. Let me know if that changes. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Oh man, it's so nice to talk to you. Um, we start with an honest, how are you? Uh, so ha how are you doing for real? <sighs> okay. An honest, how are you? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing well in many ways. I'm a little bit mm -hmm. worried about being in the States right now and like not having health care and like all of yeah. my jobs are gone for the time being. So that is like, I have moments of being like, I'm safe, I have good food, I'm with good people, I'm, you know, being creative, and then I have moments where I'm, like, fully panicking. That's me. Yeah, I, that's pretty understandable. Oh, Kara. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. different every day, or, like, within a day. Um, As like... we're just laughing crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're just sure. slowly losing our minds. Um, yeah, like, uh, I had a really nice morning, um, and then, uh, for some reason, kind of a tough afternoon, mm -hmm. 
And then uh, now it's the evening and I'm talking to you, so that's good. Mm. But, yeah, it's kind of like up and down all the time. Yeah, that's good. I miss you. I miss you, too. Yeah, I get that. The highs are high and the lows are low. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the whole peaks um, and valleys okay, kind of thing. So should we get okay. into your assignment? So your assignment right. was about <laughs> was about gratitude <laughs> and positivity. Uh, so I made you at the uh, end of yeah. every day uh, answer the following, which was today was beautiful mm-hmm. because blank. Uh, so how did that? Yeah. Okay, so it was, it's interesting because I started, um, it went well. I started, like, earlier this year, like, right before New Year's, I started using this app um, called Presently, which is basically mm-hmm. every day just writing down on one thing that you're grateful for. And I've, great. So I've been using that every day since, like, December 28th, but, um, which is good. And like, sometimes, you know, I get the prompt and I'm just like, Ugh. like, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. think about it, but it's sort of become like a little bit of a, a lifesaver in these times. So I think like it was good to kind of, especially the prompt today was beautiful because like right now I haven't done mine for today yet, but I would say like today is beautiful because I have an entire drawer in my fridge, like full of cheese now because yeah, we went to the that's a great store, reason why so it is beautiful, right? <laughs> like it's making me notice. Yeah, or like you know, yesterday I went for like, <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing thing, right? I don't know. So <laughs> and like yesterday I went for a walk and there were a lot of trees, and so I think it's making me think of like sensory things. That's how I kind of took the prompt for whatever reason. Oh, that's interesting. That like the word beautiful makes you think of uh, mm-hmm. like sensory elements of why a day is beautiful. Oh, I like that. So you find like you're scanning your environment for yeah. beautiful yeah. beautiful sensations. <laughs> you're yeah, a beautiful I guess sensation. so. Like, but it did. It made me because like normally, like if I like <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> normally, I write down like I'm healthy. I I like my <laughs> my like my go-to thing. I write down is like I'm healthy. I'm loved. Like I had, you know, and then like something that happened during the day, but I feel like I'm looking at like this week and it was like, it was really sunny. Like I spoke to my friend and their voice sounded really nice in my ears. Like Mm -hmm. I took a hike and the trees were good. My dinner was tasty. I don't know. I like, you made me into this like weird sensual French. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) I can smell the salt differently. Yeah. I don't know why that's what happened, but apparently I'm. Like I love that. A man I think that's from a fascinating. Novel now, like literally. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah, well, uh, I think it, I think it's really interesting because, like, it it is so much uh, um, more more specific in an interesting way. I hadn't thought about that uh, when I was coming up with it and sending it to you. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, like it uh, it is a different take on a mm-hmm. like a gratitude practice, um, and you're. I can understand why your brain went yeah. there. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, like today, I, mean, I kind uh, of felt like, remember in that episode of... <laughs> of what? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, remember in that episode of Arthur? <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen the whole canon of Arthur the Aardvark, right? <laughs> yeah? Have I you? haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Stay with me on this one. 
You haven't? Oh, my God. I have not. Okay, well, you have. Okay, most people surely have. And there's a famous episode of Arthur where he gets his glasses and suddenly the trees have leaves on them. You know, that's how I felt this week. Um, <laughs> okay, so that is also an episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> it's an episode of Arthur. Um, I can't believe you that you don't also know... know- so this is an episode of Grey's Anatomy, which is not a show that I've watched a particularly large amount of, but but uh, you should you should know the character's name, but uh, blonde doctor and um, uh, brunette doctor. I I think the brunette doctor's mm-hmm. name might have been Callie. I think I remember that because that's my sister's name. Uh, so blonde doctor Ma- Meredith and, and Catherine Catherine Heigl. Definitely definitely not. No. Um, a, a different blonde doctor. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, they start okay. a relationship together, <laughs> and it's both of their first uh, queer relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, the blonde doctor says to Callie, oh. like, I remember when I was a kid, I, like, I got glasses, and mm-hmm. on the way home, I looked at all of the trees. And I started crying because all of the green blobs that I'd been staring at, I realized that they weren't green blobs, they were leaves. And you are like glasses. I'm like talking about how she didn't realize that she was queer until she was with this person. And uh, so uh, did they get that from Arthur? Have we just busted this thing wide open? (laughs) Or am I so gay that subconsciously I am able to absorb any kind of gay dialogue on any show? And then always tie it back to Arthur. Because <laughs> that could be it too, no? That's a very specific <laughs> like, skill. <laughs> like, that might be it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad we got a few theories kicking around, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if any other, other queer references come up during the podcast that you can tie back to Arthur. <laughs> Oh my god. I definitely can. I'm definitely like I'm definitely like a Francine Francie son and like probably like a DW Moon and then like maybe a Buster <laughs> Rising. Give us that track. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you just made up Arthur Astrology. I mean you know me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Does that track, Tracy? Okay. Yeah, I think I think you? you might be a Buster Moon um, instead, though. I feel like you're like a oh, Buster Moon. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely have the like impatient little sister in me. Yeah, that's true. You're like so good. You're probably like, and you're probably like, <laughs> you're so good. You're probably like a Sue Allen like son, like an Arthur's grandma Moon. <laughs> And then, like, you're, like, either George or George mixed with the brain rising. <laughs> you are. Sure. I'll do Evie, too. I'll do your dog. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's my dog? You know my Evie dog. Evie is, um, Evie. 
Evie is yeah, Evie is um a pal son, obviously. Um I would say a, I would say a DW Moon, honestly, and then a Muffy Rising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> because because she's like small but like powerful, you know, and like very yeah, much she is. like accustomed to being treated like the queen that she is. Yeah, she's got an assertive nature, but not an off-putting. Well, way. that's all I got. I can only speak in Arthur metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, as the season so on, Muffy really softens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got like forty-five minutes left, so we can keep going. Are you just let? <laughs> Do you want to just name Toronto Open My Comics and I'll do their Arthur astrology chart? Maybe we'll release it as a as a bonus episode. Uh, oh where we, we go through everyone Toronto comedy. Okay, community. that's a good idea. How, how are you finding your creativity right now during this time? Feel. Are you like doing oh, creative things, um, feeling inspired, or 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 not? Because I am not. I am feeling inspired. <laughs> Yeah, I am feeling very depressed about stand-up. Like, I'm both, like, I have oh, yeah. no interest in doing, like, a an Instagram live stand-up show, but then I'm, like, also angry that no one has asked me <laughs> to do one. <laughs> so, that's something. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's an example yeah. of, like, a need that no one can meet for me because I don't even know what I want. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm working on, uh, like, a pilot script, so that's good, I guess. Uh, and I feel, like, sometimes really motivated, and I'm, like, I mostly am, like, trying to chip away at it, so it feels good to have something to sort of work on, but I feel, like, a little bit of existential doom kind of weighing over a lot of things. Yeah, right? It's kind of getting in the way. This whole pandemic thing is kind of of getting in the way of us making our funnies. (laughs) Yeah. What's with I know. I know. I feel like the best thing I've done is that I haven't gone live. That's been like my biggest gift to the creator. (laughs) You haven't haven't gone live on Instagram. I'm shocked truly that you have not yet. It's not going to be cute. It's not going to, when I do, it's going to just be when I'm ready to have my full, like, first scene of a pilot mental breakdown publicly, and then I will, like, log off easily if I have for three months and seek treatment. I will watch it happen. That's the plan. Uh, I'll I'll tune in. <laughs> I'll try to tip you off. <laughs> I'll request to join in on your mental breakdown video. And how's your creativity? Yes. Uh, low. Yes. <laughs> Please do. Say goodbye to me. Um, low? Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it low. Keeping yeah, it low. Yeah, I think, like, uh, yeah, it's just so weird having it in the background of things. That, and, that, like, I think also that we're all mm-hmm. still kind of in, like, adjustment period of this. Like, it has only been, like, a couple weeks of things getting real serious. So uh, I feel like we're all still acclimating to our new environment. Mm -hmm. And so that's probably part of it for me as well. But, uh, yeah, Yeah. trying to, like, I'm trying to write sketches and stuff, and, like, nothing is coming. The well is dry. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is real dry. Well, yeah, because, like, what are you supposed to write a sketch about? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm taking this this sketch writing class, and, uh, like, my (laughs) – I can't even remember what life was like before this. I was talking 
to John Moston about this today. I'm like, uh, I know. Like th- this week's sketch assignment yeah. for me is that I have to write a sketch where um, the sketch is about the environment that it takes place in. And I'm like, what are environments? Home, grocery store. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember what any places. That's <laughs> it's like I can't even come up to the. I know. Go get to the point where I'm supposed to make jokes. I can't even get to the part where I choose an environment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I can't even figure yeah. out where to set something. Yeah, yeah. it's it's powerful. Yeah. You're like, yeah. is this going to be relatable if I have this anywhere that's not, like, a house? Yeah. <laughs> like, are people just going to get mad at me? I don't know what to do. Uh, so, uh, yeah, do. I'm hoping that I mean, something comes back. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. It is a lot. And, I'm like, I'm trying to mm-hmm. uh, give myself a little bit of grace and remind myself, like, however much I'm doing during this time is enough. Like, yeah. these are pretty unique circumstances. Yes. Uh, so if I am not able yes. to turn on yes. the joke making at the moment, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> How, however much I get done no is tricky. enough. We must create. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I'm curious about like that with you because I know like we're both the same enneagram type. <laughs> we're both we're both achievers. Um, to like measure measure our True. worth by our achievements and like external things like that. Oh, um, so it's weird. Oh, yeah. not having oh, yeah. anything. Well, I'm like to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised what you can what you can uh, you know dig up to be something to beat yourself up about, right? Um, yeah, that's right. But in terms of like achieving, I'm definitely like. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm like, I'll make these like videos on Instagram and I'm like watching all these episodes of the show to like study the people. And then I make the video and then I edit it and then I post it. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, and now it's time to reap the rewards. <laughs> it's, like, it's psycho. How good are you, you know, at like, like giving yourself a What's the a reward break? that I'm waiting for? Like a random... <laughs> not good at all I like no not terrible so is that a question (laughs) no it's not good at all um yeah do you feel like like maybe this time might be one way I've been giving myself a break is I (laughs) have this very slight delay I think Uh, so we keep accidentally I know I know so I apologize to the listeners um (laughs) That's yeah. irritating to you, but who cares? We're doing this across the continent right now, okay? Um, uh, do you feel like this time we're, might be... I uh, doing like, our best. We're doing our best. Do you feel like this time might be, like, an opportunity for you to practice resting a little bit more and giving yourself a little bit more of a break? Since everything's turned off, like, like all the all the work, like, is shut down for the time being, um, do you, you're not going to go live on Instagram. Um, so do you feel like this might be an opportunity for you to practice it? Yeah. I mean, I think I am practicing it in certain ways. Like I'm definitely clocking an average of like 11 to 14 hours of sleep a night. So that's great. That's, one way that's I'm very excellent. Like, you're, um, you're at like cat level. 
even though like, even though you're definitely baby. a dog person. I'm that moody for sure. A hundred percent. Um I'm also I'm definitely kind of like easing up on myself in terms of like the okay, I was talking about this with someone recently. Like it's actually I feel more pressure to be social right now, weirdly, because everybody's home and everybody's like Mm -hmm. trying to catch up with each other and whatever and like and that's good and I love my friends and I miss my friends but it's also like to me it's kind of exhausting to have like three FaceTime calls in a day you know an hour each explaining what's going on and having the first 20 minutes be yeah the world's crazy and this is you know and it's like that's that's a lot and I don't necessarily yeah that's the thing that and like I prefer little like text check-ins and whatever you know Mm -hmm. it's tiring it is tiring, and uh, like I'm, it's interesting to hear that because I know like you're, I would consider you to be one of the more extroverted people that I know, um, and I am an like very much an introvert, mm-hmm. like one one way that you and I are different, um, but it is mm-hmm. like exa- exhausting right now because it feels like mm-hmm. every conversation is about the state of the world right now, it's all people talking about the virus and stuff and like every conversation mm-hmm. you have is related to it because it's like everything in your day-to-day life <laughs> about that like yeah we had a bl- we had a brief moment where we could talk about tiger king <laughs> and then it seems like that moment has passed right <laughs> we, right we, <laughs> right we had a, a brief right. moment where there was something else going on <laughs> 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 and yeah, and we were all on board to talk about that instead. <laughs> but um, the times have changed, and its moment is over. I know. But yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's hard also I mean, because I, I feel like, like if I you're having the same right now, if you were alone right now, yes, yeah. I I mean, if I was alone right now, I think I would be like like really losing it because. I do, like, need to, like, be interacting with someone, and, like, I need to be, like, joking with someone, and, like, I do get my energy from that, and, like, so I think that's kind of saving me, but it's the same, but, but, yeah, it's interesting, because, like, in terms of, like, talking to other people, yeah, I'm definitely feeling more, like, like, hiding a little bit, like, feeling a little bit, like, I don't have the energy, I don't know if that sounds shitty, but, yeah, it's just, like, a lot of pressure to, like, catch up with every person you've ever talked to and like let's have a zoom party i'm like would we have ever gotten drinks in real life like probably not (laughs) (laughs) i'm just a bitch no i completely understand what you mean and like uh for me like as an introverted person it's like it's very it's very nice that like everybody's checking in you know um but it is also a little bit like a just generally like before this um uh, you know, as as an introverted and so, sometimes socially anxious person, uh, every message I get, I'm like a little bit, oh no, a message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, mm-hmm. now it's like, oh mm-hmm. no, a message, and mm-hmm. I know what it's about. Yeah, <laughs> and I just, I don't want to talk about it. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. It's so, <laughs> I know. It's stressful. It's really stressful. And then like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've definitely been eating a lot of edibles. <laughs> That's a major I feel like that that's a fine coping mechanism. It's so stressful. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. 
<clears throat> just doing my best. Oh boy. Well, like I, I'm hoping that because, uh, like, you know, it's it's inevitable that every conversation that you're having right now, for at least most of it, is going to be about what's going on. Um, I, I'm hoping that the listeners of this podcast are okay with that's just how it is. Like for these episodes, <laughs> but like I hope you don't mind listening to a conversation mm-hmm. about people dealing with this. Um, should we try and steer <laughs> off of the current state of the world, yeah. or should we be diving into it because that's where people Let's need? Let's do it. To, like I don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what, what direction I should be. I mean, pulling this in. I, I trust your, I trust your guidance and intuition, Tracy Hamilton. Whatever mm-hmm. you want. I say let's go, let's go off of it for for a bit, uh, at least. Okay. So, okay, are you? So you mentioned this this app that you have that uh, is sort of like a gratitude practice. Um, <laughs> aside from that, are you generally good at acknowledging what's going on? That's that's beautiful. I feel like because you're so such an achiever that you mm. might tend to have a critical eye. Uh, when looking at your own life, but I, but I could be totally wrong mm-hmm. about that. I, um, I think that the app is good for like slowing me down and making me like more holistically each day say like, I'm grateful that I'm healthy. That's not a small thing, you know, like I'm grateful mm-hmm. that, yeah, like I have food to eat. Like these are not little things. Um, mm-hmm. but in terms of kind of like larger things I think I'm really good like in the moment like with people I feel like I'm always like hyper commenting on shit to the point of it maybe is like off the other extreme because I feel like I'm always like this is so good this is so fun oh my god we have to do this you're amazing at that like I definitely can like be in the moment like really like getting excited about things but then there's like this disconnect where it doesn't necessarily drive throughout the rest of the day yeah, like you're there when you're with a when you're with a person and like saying it out loud to that person, and then mm-hmm. you don't access it as much when you're alone. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It could, yeah, it could definitely be like a with a person or an alone thing. Um, but it's also just like I think I tend to have like moments that are high and more grateful, and then like I'll slip into moments that are lower rather than just kind of having like a continuous like middle vibration zen vibe i definitely don't mm-hmm. currently possess that <laughs> um yeah i can relate to that like i i'm a generally like pretty positive person mm-hmm. and uh i try to be actively grateful for what i have but like it's definitely mm-hmm. not a constant and the, there are days where i have to be a lot mm-hmm. more intentional about about that kind of thing I feel like what I've gotten better at yeah. is uh, acknowledging the moments where I need to switch gears in my head and doing it on purpose. Like, um, I think of it like, uh, mm. like, like train tracks where, where, like, I've never seen this happen in real life, but train tracks in cartoons where they like, uh, there's a fork mm-hmm. in the track and somebody mm-hmm. like flips the switch and then it makes the train go on the other track instead. Um, there are definitely moments where I see that, like, the mm-hmm. track's a dead end. <laughs> the, like, negative thought spiral track, I'm like, that's not doing you mm-hmm. any good. <laughs> like, let's let's flip that. Um, but it is, like, yeah. a, an, an intentional move. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I have to flip the switch. It's not going to go onto the other track automatically. 
Yeah, yeah, I get that. I think I, I think I can be like that with um, with even just sort of like feeling my own feelings. Like I, I've been working on like being more intentional about noticing how I'm feeling, letting myself feel that way, like letting myself mm-hmm. sit with things, like trying to name it instead of just like, oh, this feels bad, like, like click it off, like. So I have to be intentional yes. with like, it's okay. Okay, why are you, not even why are you feeling like this, but you're just feeling like this and that's okay and letting myself just like, but that's a very intentional thing that I have to make myself do. My automatic is to just like plow through into the next thing. Yes, I'm I'm like that too. Like uh, I need to be very intentional about checking in with myself about like, what are you feeling right now? Maybe like identify this emotion. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, feel it even if it even if it's unpleasant. Like mm-hmm. that's been a, a big thing. Like not to, <laughs> of course, immediately I steer off of the the current situation for a moment and then I'm right back to it. But like this has been a really interesting time mm-hmm. for that kind of thing that's because okay. this is such an emotional roller coaster. Um, that uh, yeah, it's been mm-hmm. it's kind of forced me to acknowledge some of my like separation from my own emotions, like uh, me being like, I think you need to cry right now. Mm-hmm. Like, would it be useful to you to cry? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, are you a crier? Uh, mm-hmm. Are you a crier? I don't. Mm-hmm. I yeah, you're you're a crybaby. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. I'm not good at it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So you just. You just asked. You just asked me, and then you were like, "Oh no, you're a crybaby." Wait, no, I remember. I think I, I like. I am. I'm definitely a baby. No, I remember. I remembered that. I think it was even like the. You the last time. Uh, the last time I saw you, the last time that you were in Toronto, you described yourself as being a crybaby, and I was remembering that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not me putting you down yeah. to call you a crybaby. I'm really yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. I definitely can be, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> like, for sure. No, I I acknowledge that I'm a crying baby, for sure. <laughs> you're you're a softie. I am a softie, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like in that's like in not some way I'm a softie, but maybe no. You're no. You're <laughs> you're definitely a softie. I feel like you have a like a tough candy coating though. <laughs> Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely like try a, to act. And then a, like a gooey I don't caramel. Know if I really try to, but yeah. No, I'm definitely like a big, big baby for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sometimes like I try to posture like I'm cool. <laughs> just, just a softy and a tough denim exterior. <laughs> Yeah, so much denim. So much <laughs> denim. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at crying. I'm like, I'm not. I should cry so much more than I actually do. No, it's not. It's not that I'm like cold or like emotionless. Does it feel good when you cry? Uh, not during. I really hate it. Oh, I know that. <laughs> like, I really mm. hate it. Um, it does feel better like <laughs> oh the next God. day. Okay. It doesn't. It so, doesn't. Not feel good about what's happening. Like a workout, not in the moment. Yeah, exactly. It is like a workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's like I'll reap benefits from doing it later, um, but the process mm-hmm. of doing the workout I don't enjoy. 
<laughs> so do you have it on your to do? Do you have it on your I will like list? Or you like cry, bitch, <laughs> let it out, or like so. You know what? Not exactly, but close sometimes. Like there will be times where I'm like I can feel like it's <laughs> it's welling. And uh, like uh, like a sadness or like a a need to to cry, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like what what is this feeling? And then I'm like, oh, this is you probably need to cry. And then I'm like, oh, this isn't a good time for crying. Make a note to cry later. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> when it's when it's more convenient, find oh convenient God. time to cry. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's I mean, that's how it, I can re- it goes I can for me. To that for sure. Like. It's, <laughs> I can relate to that. I mean, not necessarily with crying, but with, like, you know, like, certain things that I know I should make myself think about or try to process or read a book about Mm -hmm. or journal. I'm like, journal about your trauma history at this age. And I'm like, I'll get to Mm -hmm. it. But, like, I'm going to organize this old binder of shit first. I got this inner child workbook. And um, I have not gotten very far in it. Okay. I keep, I keep like opening it up, and then mm-hmm. uh, getting barely into it at all, and then being like, you know, actually, I think I got it. Like, I should really be doing some other things right now. And then I dizzy myself with other stuff. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I don't like. Are you doing uh, shadow work? Um, no, they don't name it as that. Anyway, it's like it's it's inner child work where like um. I'm, as I said, not very far into the book yet, uh, but the way that it's been described so far is that, like, it's working off of the theory that, like, you have multiple inner children, like a you that's frozen at various ages, Mm -hmm. and so uh, the book tries to walk you through, like, Mm -hmm. creating a framework of what your, like, a responsible adult self looks like, and then using that kind of part of you to Mm -hmm. parent the other parts of you. Um, so like giving comfort to, uh, the, like the seven year old you, um, figuring out what that seven year old needed, what they didn't get, what like, right. um, basic skills and stuff of that age mm-hmm. they didn't learn. Um, and then figuring out a way to like give that mm-hmm. to yourself. I mean, that's deeply, deeply difficult and exhausting work. So it makes yeah. sense why, you know it's hard to make yourself sit down and do that, especially if like, you know, I mean, for myself, I feel like I've had periods of time where like I've been more depressed. I've struggled more with like, you know, being anxious, whatever, or like just coping Mm -hmm. with day-to-day stuff. And I'm like, well, I can't add that to the pile, my inner child work. But then when you're Mm -hmm. like doing better and more stable, you're like, well, I don't want to feel like shit now. I only get to feel like better a little bit of the time. So I don't want to like, but then of course, if you never do it, it's never going to go away. So (laughs) (laughs) you nailed it on the head there. Like really (laughs) nailed it on the head, hit the nail on the head there. (laughs) Just reframing different (laughs) things right now. is the like you you feel low a lot of the time because of this baggage stuff um so like you can't it's not reasonable to expect yourself to be fully unpacking the baggage while you're in a low place um because you aren't equipped to deal with it at that moment 
And then when you get to the high place, uh, that's when right. you are equipped to be unpacking the baggage, but you're like, I don't want to drag myself down when I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's why yeah. I got this book was because I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm in a, like a pretty stable place right now. Like, um, I'm feeling pretty good in my mental health. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, now I feel like I am equipped to go in and do this work. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a global pandemic happened. So like, I don't know. Am mm-hmm. I? <laughs> Right, right. I mean, I mean, I've mean, i got the books, Tracy. I've got the fucking books. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> we have the books, though, and that's a step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that counts, right? That can, I can yeah. put it off for another three, four years. Hey, I don't know about your books, but my book gave me credit for that. <laughs> my, my book was what uh, congratulated me on having bought it. <laughs> My, my my book was like was like okay. hey this Tracy. is this is hard work like good on you for getting this book <laughs> this is like yeah, okay. like this is gonna be hard work it might take you, you a year to do it but you I bought the book appreciate yes always <laughs> okay can I tell you what books are on my nightstand right now absolutely you can absolutely <laughs> okay. So I am looking at it. It's sitting right in front of me because I'm in the bedroom. The the three books that I have um, on my – or four because I'll count the Kindle book, okay? I have um, Am I There Yet by Mary Andrew, who does, like, millennial little cute comics, like, on Instagram. I have a book of, called Glow Pops, which is about different popsicles that you can make. <laughs> okay. Um, and then last and certainly not least <laughs> and then last and certainly not least I have the emotionally absent mother <laughs> that's what I'm working with right now popsicles and absent parents <laughs> that's right baby <laughs> that's excellent so yes I am doing fine mm-hmm. I completely understand. I have, I have a pretty similar set of books um, <laughs> in a little pile right now. Um, look, actually, you know what? I should. You shared yours mm-hmm. with mine with me. I should share mine with yours. Tell me. Uh, will you, okay. Yeah, I want to so, hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm moving rooms here. All right. So I have the Lonely Hearts Hotel by Heather O'Neill. Um, she's a wonderful Canadian author, and if you haven't read her okay. books, you really, really should. Um, and then uh, I have The Mastery of Self by Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, who wrote The Four Agreements, which I brought up so many times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that that one uh, I've, mm-hmm. I traded, I traded yes, The Mastery of Love, uh, which is another one of his books, uh, to John Mostyn in exchange for this one. Um, and then I have uh, um, Trauma and Recovery, mm-hmm. a nice light read. <laughs> Just a classic, you know, trauma and recovery, <laughs> and, and then uh, thirteen things mentally sound people don't do, uh, which was also borrowed from John Mostyn. Uh, <laughs> wow, you are thriving. You are. You're like. You are. I'm like, doing great. You're like one CBT workbook away. <laughs> You, you, you're one CBT 
workbook away from doing a TED talk. I can feel it. <laughs> I, I sometimes I feel like my brain might be full. Um, like this, there might not be any room left um, for more self-help books, but then I just keep filling it with more and more. But you know what? They help. <laughs> I feel I am. So much better no, off. I know. They definitely do. They really help. So anybody who's afraid of that yeah, aisle in the bookstore, 100%. like, who I know. cares? <laughs> oh, no. It's the best aisle. What would be your, like, um, like top recommendation for a book of this nature? For a book, like, in this genre of, like, self-help and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I know my answer. Okay. it's The book is called Attached. I'm obsessed with it and I'm obsessed with attachment theory and it's like all the Instagram therapists that I follow are all obsessed with it too. But I think everyone should read Mm -hmm. attached. It's like amazing. And I think it just like completely colors all of our relationships and like intermingles with like trauma and the way we cope and all these different things. So I would say attached. Interesting. I haven't read this one. I haven't read that one. I'm going to have to look that up. Oh my God, you need to read it. It's really, really good. I think, um, for me, it would be, well, uh, I mentioned the four agreements like every three minutes on this podcast, so that would probably be in there. Um, and then um, mm-hmm. You Are a Badass mm-hmm. is one that that really got me. Have you read that one? You Are a Badass? Who wrote that? Or like what? No, I haven't. No. I'm going to look on my shelf to see who the author is right now. What is her name? Jen Sincero. Okay. Is it like a memoir? Um, No, it's sort of like she's a person who um, sort of like like us, like read every kind of self-help book and like went very experimental and she was willing to try and stuff just to like see what it was like. um, But she's also a very like grounded and rational person. So like she tries some things that maybe are like kind of out there and she's like, I acknowledge that this is sort of weird um, (laughs) that I tried this, but it had some helpful stuff in it. So basically Mm. this book is her boiling down what was helpful for her and everything that she's tried and read. And uh, it's very good and like concise and she's very funny. Yeah. She's, she's very funny, like a really good writer. Mm. Um, Like it's a really entertaining read. Like there have been a few books uh, like I would even put the four agreements in this category where like it's a little bit dry sometimes or like uh, a, a little much, like you got to kind of mm-hmm. take things with a grain of salt sort of thing um, mm-hmm. or like tweak some stuff around in your mm-hmm. mind to make it work for you. Um, but uh, You Are a Badass was just like fantastic. It's mm-hmm. such a good book. Would highly recommend. Okay, I'm going to check it out. I'll add it to my Kindle list. <laughs> and I'll add attached to mine. Mm-hmm. Look at us. I think we did a whole 20 minutes on non-corona stuff. <laughs> I hope you appreciate that, listeners. Um, oh, I'm proud of us. <laughs> us uh, li- listing the books on her on our nightstand. <laughs> I didn't have a I didn't have a popsicle one in there. All of my books were very heavy. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> Even the Heather O'Neill novel, like it's, it's very good. I can tell you like, it's on my uh, nightstand if you want. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> I mean, what do you think I got, Tracy? <laughs> oh, you're right. 
getting close to the end of podcast time. Um, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. How do you feel about that? Oh, my God. Okay. I feel good about it. Let's, let's do it, Tracy. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> um, you're Kara. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're such a dear, sweet friend of mine and uh, have been there for me through uh, rough times in my life. And uh, I feel like you and I have always had each other's backs in, like, a very sincere way. So I appreciate your loyal friendship. I think that you're uh, just a – you're, a, like, a fireball. <laughs> you're just, like, un- this, like, unstoppable fireball of, like, energy and comedy. And you are, like, the hardest working person I've maybe ever known. Like, like for real. I think that. Oh, that was a really nice compliment. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome, Kara. Thank you for being on the show from across Thanks the for continent. Having me on your podcast. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we'll have to have you back another time when you're when we're able to be physically in a room together. Uh, and you're I know. Okay. I That'll know. Be... And then we can really uh, pop off. I wish I could hug you so bad. <laughs> really wish I, I could know. hug you. I know. Don't remind me. Oh. Okay. Well, hopefully I'll Future see you hug. soon once we're allowed to travel again, you know? <laughs> yeah. I hope so, too. All right. Bye, Tracy. Love you. <laughs> Bye, Kara. Love you. Okay. Bye. And listeners, go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere.